Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm back. I'm Modesto, and we have a supersized group here today. I'm Zach. I'm Reed. And I'm Maddie. That felt so Brady Bunch coded. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's here today. This is so exciting. We have a really jam-packed fucking episode, so let's get into a quick... That's my opinion! I know Maddie and I want to break down the Summer House reunion. I think that's the only my opinion we have. Maddie's our Summer House correspondent. Get into it, girl. Yeah, so I don't want to... I just took notes in this last episode, and it was only a two-part reunion when we're used to three. Um, Some takeaways I want to mention that I thought was like kind of a standout. So during the season, um, Kyle had a conversation at a dinner table with everybody and called out Carl for being on coke at work. And he was like, Carl was so coked up at work, he forgot his laptop. And they mentioned they brought it back to the reunion and it was like, how did you feel when you saw that, Carl? You know, all of that. How do you feel when Danielle reached out to you? And Carl said something that was kind of like, it like shook me to my core. He said in his season one of um, Summer House, he was drunk all the time. Like he was going drunk to confessionals. He was drunk during the show. He was bringing alcohol on sets of confessionals. And he kind of made fun of his brother's addiction. Like was just like, he's a mess. Like he said it in a confessional and his brother was so excited that like, he's like, Hey, my brother's on TV. I want to watch this. Like, let's get into the episode. And when they got into the episode, his brother saw that he was making fun of his addiction and it hit his brother so hard. And since then they hadn't talked. Well, two seasons ago, his brother died. And Carl said, like, it's one thing that really stuck with him. Like he was like, I can't believe I made fun of his addiction. And then we never got to talk about it. And then that happened. And Kyle was like, I can't believe I did that to you. Like it was just, Andy was crying. All the couches were crying. It was like really hard to watch. No, I agree. It was as someone who's obviously battled addiction, as you guys know, on this podcast, she's a sober queen. Um, I thought it was really hard. Like we talked about at the beginning of the season, Maddie, when you were on about how that was just really inappropriate of Kyle to say. I think he was drunk and tried to make a TV moment and cross the line just how or Carl was probably drunk and tried to make a TV moment with his brother. And that scene from Summer House when he finds out that his brother passes away and Lindsay comes outside is one of like the hardest things I think we've watched on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really tough. I'm glad that they got over that little hump, I think. I thought the Summer House reunion, when we're, let me do a little sharp turn, uh, was, <laughs> I thought it was great. I think Andy took that like, five minutes to break down the friendship of Lindsay and Danielle because he like he said before he's not a producer on the show not an EP just a host and a fan and he was like as a fan and someone who's watched you guys like there is so much love here and you guys are both mm-hmm. fighting. You're, you're fighting about nothing and he literally broke it down better than I think he's ever broken down a friendship on the show like with Bethany and Carol he had nothing to basically break down he was like getting into the mess because he thought it was going to lead them into next season with this he was like there is no next season if y'all don't make up because I- Yes, I, I was going to say was exactly that. I, like, I think he was saying in a way, like, you guys have to figure this out or what are we doing next season? Like, you guys are friends. Like, you know, like, basically looking at Lindsay saying, like, Lindsay, you know how this works. Like, make it up. I do think he was very team Danielle. Like, anytime Lindsay would say something, he's like, well, can't you see Danielle was hurt? Like, he was almost taking a little bit more of Danielle's side of things. Um, I think that Danielle, ha- like, with uh, Lindsay usually does really well at reunions. I think she kind of is like... She's always done well at defending herself and she, her back's always been in a corner. This reunion, it was, she was bad. It was bad. Like the lies were just catching up to her and she sounded very 
like Teresa at the Jersey reunion yes. where she she didn't have anything to stand up for and you know, I know I'm not the biggest Paige fan, but Miss Paige then woke the fuck up. Even Andy himself was like, Paige doesn't talk a lot, but when she does, well, great. She <laughs> I, secured herself a spot. Literally, I was living for all of Paige's little remarks. I thought it was crazy that they brought Corey out because Corey was not a full season cast member. If anything, he was like a friend of, but there's so many little friend ofs in Summer House that's weird that he got a full spot. But I think him and Sam, they they did a little clip package on them. Like they I think are they're the future of yeah, yep. they're the future of the show and I think that they're seeing that and I love him and Sam together. I think that she's like reined in his fuckboyness and I think it's really cute. Um my favorite line from Paige was when Lindsay was like, Anything fucking else, Paige? And she's like, Nope, but we're here all day. I'll think of a few I'll probably things. think of something. Yeah, I think she I said like, that yeah. to Carl. <laughs> yes. I was like, Work. Also the you two don't have jobs, so I don't get it. Like, what do yeah. you do? And I, I don't understand. It um, was so good. And then we got the picture at the end. So it seemed like Din- Danielle and Lindsay sort of kind of made up, but then they sent a picture to Andy out to dinner after and they were at dinner together. So it made me hopeful that like, hopefully they're on the right track. Um, I want them to do like one of them to be on Watch What Happens Live or something just so we can find out a little bit more tea. Um, I think the season of Summer House was kind of bland. The reunion definitely made it, made the season a lot better. And I'm hopeful to kind of see what we have going on next season. I hope they change it, like, make it a little bit more in the city. Yeah. I hope we get them in the city, and I hope we get less of you're in this summer house for X amount of time, and I hope that we get more of, like, Southern Charm style, where there's a bunch of men, bunch of women, there's forced dinner parties, for like Housewives yep. does. I was just in the Hamptons this weekend, y'all, listeners, and I was living my summer house fantasy. I will say the Hamptons is a piece of shit. It is, like, the worst fucking place ever. There's no cell service. Everything is so expensive. I paid for nothing. We were on a company trip. My boyfriend had, like, a styling session there. Um, we went to Surf Lodge, the famous Surf Lodge. Everything was so overpriced, and the food tasted like absolute asshole. But nonetheless, it was <laughs> it was it was cool to be in the Hamptons and finally see what people are going away for. I went on a really cold weekend. It was like in the sixties, so I think everyone had went home. Like people who were doing summer houses had probably left already because it was Sunday to Monday. We got there Saturday night, but um. Honestly, it was really, it was great. I went to Montauk, I went to East Hampton, went to Southampton. I did the whole thing. And if someone else is paying, I'm a going. Um, I know Reed wants to talk about <laughs> Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. So, Reed, let's get into that. Hell yes. I'm here, guys. I've been gone for like two weeks. Mo's like, I'm back after being gone for just one week. I've been on a pilgrimage. Okay. <laughs> I, I forgot you were um, gone too. I was whooping it up. In Puerto Vallarta, like the Trace Amigas do. You know what's funny? I got I just have to say this real quick. I got off the plane in Puerto Vallarta and I was in the exact area of that clip. The shots that we, post, that we posted on <laughs> our, our socials. Like I've never seen OC really, but that clip, I just remember like the the area they were in. They did the shots, they fell over. I was right there. I was like pointing it out to all my friends. I'm like, Vicky was here. Shannon was here. <laughs> this is and, history. Like, this is history. And like, and there were, definitely, there were lots of people in the airport handing out free shots and trying to get you to listen to like their timeshare, like pitches. And I truly felt like a housewife. Um, that whole trip was just incredible. Insane. We kept call- referring to it as our girls trip, our ultimate girls trip. And I think we're going to get together tonight. So we're saying it's our reunion. <laughs> uh 
Yeah. And quintessential like housewives cast trip where like, you know, every season, if you guys notice this, this is just something I notice every time they go on a cast trip and in like the trailer, they'll be like, We're in Mexico. We're yeah. In yeah. yeah. And then like some dubstep or something starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to Ireland. Don't don't yeah, that was definitely us. Um <laughs> it, no, it was so funny. I I just best trip of my life. And then the week after that I had to travel for work. And now if I sound sniffly and congested. I think my body's just shutting down from I have not stopped and not taken a single break. So I'm here. I'm not 100%, but I do want to talk about Summerhouse Martha's Vineyard because I'm really enjoying it. I'm starting to see a little bit of hate. Um, Not a lot of hate. I think (laughs) Mo's the hater. He like literally texts the group chat. He's like, this is so boring. And then like... I watched every episode. I watched every episode. I, I it think just, Summer it comes House. On. I think original Summer House is boring, and I think Summer House Martha's Vineyard is like the opposite. Like I'm so invested in these people. If and I have like, to watch Jasmine and Silas have sex, they piss me the fuck off. That's what I wanted <laughs> to talk about. That's all. That's that's my only. That's my opinion on this subject. Is like I hate that they're the main characters. And they definitely feel, think they're the main characters and they are acting as if like they possess all the authority in the house. And if I have to hear Jasmine get her back blown out one more time from that ugly man, I'm sorry. I think that we would have different opinions if they were attractive, but I don't find either of them attractive. (laughs) He looks like a basketball coach from like a high school in like like Missouri. I don't know. He's not attractive. She's like not the prettiest and she's really fucking annoying. uh, I don't think she's not attractive. She's a hater. She's the type of girl that's like, I want all of my friends to be like married and I want everyone to like be happy. But she, yeah, no, but she's Mm -hmm. the, she wants to be the only one married and happy. She wants to be that girl that wants all their friends in quotations to be married and happy, but she wants to have the one up on them. Like I found my man. You guys haven't found yours. You're lower than me. I don't I, like the bitch. Yeah, I thought I think if she had a nicer personality, we'd find her prettier. Like that's what, it makes her ugly like how almost rude she is. I also was so freaked out when they were having sex and like after the house basically told them like we can hear you have sex. They were trying to be quiet and Silas got pissed. He was like I'm not having sex with you if you can't make noises. I'm like I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> and he also at the same time was like I don't want any other man to hear to my hear wife you. making noises. He's so like misogynistic and like overly oh. traditional like they're like a trad wife and husband and like it's also like gay i feel like he's like scared of the gay stuff like other girls are yeah gonna there, there's I'm so like, much to unpack there like the way that she's it. also a, they're newlyweds like they could easily get divorced like their marriage has not like made it through all the trials and tribulations the marriage goes through like my parents have been married for 30 years like come back and talk to us in 30 years you guys are brand new married and she's acting she's one of those bitches who <laughs> gets married and then is like yeah it's just you know married life is just so different and like <laughs> she's like truly thinks that like she her shit doesn't stink and then she's going around to all her friends being like i know what's best for you like you don't know what's best i for you. I, I hated that i felt so bad like i'm like bria, yeah like, the fact that bria is dating a white man is such a problem to them and then Do y'all and think the, go ahead Maddie. i was just gonna say the nicest white man bringing in all the gifts i That's didn't find saying. out on watch what happens live he works for like a watch company so like it was probably more more of his merch that he was giving out not that he didn't buy all those well, watches still. but still like he but came he in brought like, that as a bottle guest. Of he's, obviously doing it, he's obviously doing it as like a sign of goodwill like thank you for having me yeah. and they're like the house vote the house vote we only will have legitimacy if we have the vote and it's like fuck off with the vote 
Uh, this ain't Survivor. I like when the gay, what's his name? Press, uh, Preston. No, not Preston. Yeah, he yeah. was like, is this what straight like people do? Y'all are crazy. Like, okay. that's okay. not, he's he's not I, gay. I have not watched this show at all. No, there's a gay. There's, no, there's Stop. one gay. There's one gay. And then the other guy, I, the new guy, I thought he was gay. He has a, he has a, oh, I didn't think girl. he was gay. I thought he no. was gay the whole time. And turns out he ain't gay. No, he has a kid. Two well, of them are very fine. Have a yeah, kid. you could. Yeah, yeah you like, homophobe. It's fucking d- June. <laughs> he said I mean, it didn't work out. He said it didn't work out romantically with her, and I, I assumed that meant like he likes dick, and he looks like a gay. He looks like the weakest. He's hot as fuck. Um, he got beautiful eyes. Beautiful. Um, but anyways, uh, he's not gay. I I gotta stop assuming people are gay. Um, wow. I assume everyone's gay too. Zach was gonna say something. Zach, go I ahead. was, and then I completely got out outnumbered. So <laughs> I, I was like, I, I I'm like looking at my clock. I was like, I fucking hate summer house any version <laughs> of summer house i hate it my god and then like i'm listening <laughs> i'm listening to you guys talk about this show and i keep hearing people getting voted off and i was like what is this like what is going what do you mean people are getting it's voted bizarre off? it's bizarre like they every anytime there's a fight because there's been like altercations that have almost gotten physical they literally all sit down as a house without the people that are involved in the altercation and they're like okay who wants them to stay three to whatever vote bria's boyfriend can only come for three days or the rest of the time for seven days everybody vote and then they vote and they're like bria sorry we voted your boyfriend can only come for three days which is it's so like so weird, weird. Like, you guys are I in a summer it. house that's why like other summer house the original version they fight they leave for the weekend then they come back and they're all just back in the house that's why i also i'm gonna go off on a side tangent i think Paige is like they always say like She's so lazy. She just lays in her bed. She never causes drama. And I'm thinking because she lives with these people all summer long, like she probably doesn't want to cause drama when she's seeing them every single weekend, or she's probably afraid that she's going to get voted out like they do in Summer House Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> it, yeah. And like I felt the drunk guy in the early part of that season, like I thought that was acceptable. He was weird, but <laughs> the, and he like pooped and didn't flush the toilet. Like, he was a boy. <laughs> But like, I'm gonna, try to watch, I'm gonna try to watch this Martha's Vineyard. I don't. I'm, no, I don't, you're not. I am, Shut the I fuck am. up. You're not gonna try to watch shit. <laughs> you're absurd. But the girl. I'm what's her try. name? Is it Maya? I'm gonna try. Reed has been so adamant. Like, I mean, like every fucking Sunday, Reed texts the group chat. It's like Martha's Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard. So I'm gonna give it a shot because Reed, like, also doesn't like the original Summer House. So. I think it's easier, Zach, to get in on the ground floor of something. Like, it's sort of hard to be like, oh, I have to go back and watch nine seasons of Summer House and the first few are not fun. And I'm a completionist, so there's no other option for me. I can't just skip to season three like Maddie wants me to. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Like, it's easier to start with something and grow with it. And then it, it ends up becoming bad. Like, the show Yellow Jackets. I was obsessed with season one. Season two was ass. I don't think I'm gonna tune in for season three. I'm learning how to let content go. Like, I'm actually, like, cutting out podcasts that I've listened to for five years. I listen every week. Now, don't be saying that. I'm starting to not like certain (laughs) ones. I'm starting not to like certain ones, and I'm finding new ones that I'm, like, I don't want to, like, have to do both. I'm going to cut something out. It's, like, it's kind of liberating to cut things out of your life. Um, (laughs) No, it is. There's a lot of shows that I've especially scripted shows. Yeah, this is a mental chance. health moment. Yeah. It is. Don't stick around for a show. Like, sometimes it's past its prime. If it gets bad, we can walk away. Like, we can walk away. So, you know, I walked away from Search Party, that show. I used to love that show, and then it got so unhinged, and I was like, baby, we're going to have to leave. I walked away from 
from Riverdale. That was one I walked away oh, from. Oh, mama. That, that was a blessing. You should, you should <laughs> consider that a win. American Horror Story. I also walked away. American Horror Story is one that I walked away from. Ryan Murphy but literally I always watch. No, I will always watch American Horror Story, but I will give it like... Even this New York season, I think I gave it five episodes, and I was like, "I'm I'm a walk away, baby." Um, the last season, the double feature. Once Kaya Gerber and the aliens came in, I was like, "I'm a walk away." I'm a walk yeah, away. agreed. The first part eight. The down. first part was some of the best American Horror Stories since Apocalypse and Coven was the first part. After that, I was like, "I'm a walk away." Will I be watching Miss Kim Kardashian, Emma Roberts, and Cara Delevingne? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'll dip my toes back in for sure. Oh, I- uh, I'm a well, I'm a dip. I'm not walking away from Car- Emma Roberts. Same thing with Kardashians. Y'all love it. I got really bored in season two and stopped watching, but I think I'm gonna like come back for season three and give it another chance. The one of the good things about like Kardashians, the this new version of Kardashians, because it's more a docu series. I feel like if you skip an episode, you don't like. It's you not the much. end of the world. There's not a yeah. None of the drama is real, so I'm not really that invested. Yeah, but it, it like, is talk about real. Balenciaga. Talk about Balenciaga. Talk about Kanye West. They, they're well. She's Kim has been talking a lot about Kanye West in the first three episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also Balenciaga, they're wearing so much of it. it there's going to be a moment when it drops, and the whole Dolce drama right now. I'm loving the Kardashians. It's funny because. My boyfriend doesn't watch reality TV at all, but I had the Kardashians on the other day and he's really into cars and they were driving Carly's like or Kylie's car and he was like, Oh wait, I'm into this and like watched that entire scene and was like, This is so good and I was like, This is what gets you in the fucking little old school Porsche driving <laughs> and stick. Like what? Oh well, if we um, want to talk about getting in on the ground floor, should we mention the crappy lake promo we got? That's the only other Come on, transition. Yes. <laughs> finally, finally I can speak. Finally I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> give Zach the talk floor. About Zach, Zach go off, King. <laughs> I am so ready for this, guys. We got the trailer for Luann and Sonia take crappy lake. Uh, it's giving, you know, simple life. It's giving camp. It's giving comedy. Like, I think that this could have been like a movie to be real. Yeah. Like, like the way that like it's like set up or like the trailer, like it could have been like, a, it, 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 it's, it's giving like, me like Sex in the City, like three. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like this me- time they're in like, the midwest <laughs> you know what it's giving me the hannah montana movie when she goes back and yes. has to like put on that concert yes <laughs> like jackson Brittany go to kentucky or whatever <laughs> no it looks just everything that i want from lou and sonia right now i want like those like comedic moments like it looks hysterical they it looks fun um I, I can't fucking wait. I, I've needed these women back in my life. I'm so excited for the girls trip with the New York girls because I just miss these women. I just, yeah. I know. And women. they, aren't they releasing, um, Crappy Lake around the same time as the new Roni premieres? It's almost like they're like giving us like a little bit of candy with our veggies. Like, I, <laughs> I, almost, I almost feel like it's low key a test. Oh, but I think that the um, girls trip is a test and Crappy Lake is a test. And I think like adding both of the Ronies, like adding Crappy Lake, they're probably is it going to be the same night? Uh, I think Crappy Lake is probably a Thursday. I feel like Peacock loves to do Thursday. Right? Yeah, let, well, me do, let me do some research while you guys. Oh no, um, <laughs> New York is on Sunday. <laughs> New York's going to be on Sundays after Atlanta, I think. Okay. And the first episode of Crappy Lake is July 9th, which is a Sunday. Oh, oh, it is all the same. Wow, that's a gem. No, I've never seen that on Twitter. 
jam-packed Sundays. I think it's for sure a test. I'm excited because uh, we've all been seeing on Instagram, like, the different little sectors of Roni wives that are going on the trip, like, hanging okay. out. And I think it's like I'm. It just makes my little butthole tingle because I oh love God. I love Roni. Sexual. Okay, so um, <laughs> that that wasn't sexual, bitch. The fuck you. Butthole tingle. Uh, you need to get your, uh, you need to get your back blown out because anytime I talk about sex, Reed like starts to sweat. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Christian woman. Someone uh, blow this man's back out, I'm please. Not celebrating pride. Uh, <laughs> season 14 of Roni premieres the following Sunday on July 16th. So they're like they're easing us in with a little Luann and Sonia. Like, they're like, here, we'll give you this first, and then please watch our new ladies. <laughs> I'm just curious to see if it's, like, what the viewer, like, what the, what, uh, the views are gonna be. Like, the yeah. right, like I'm, I'm like, if, like, for, like, the- I don't want to like overstep, but I'm like, because the ratings like for OC this week were so good, but I don't know if it was good because it paired with VPR. Like, will the new Roni legacy be good because we're all watching crappy Lake? Like, or will no. it be? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a prediction here. Crappy Lake is going to be like 500 to 600,000. I think that the new Roni is going to be like 800, 900,000. Same as Atlanta. No. Been. No, I don't think not. I don't think we're getting a million. We're we're not hitting in. a million. Is that? No, the, girl, we are, the girls are well, we are in. not hitting eight hundred nine hundred thousand for the new Roni. I, I don't know. Yes. Where, oh, I you think know. it's gonna be lower? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's gonna be probably where like Atlanta was during Memorial Day weekend. Like that's where I'm. No, no. I think I think all you F slurs are on Twitter talking about this is gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. Y'all bitches gonna be tuned the fuck in. You're gonna be tuned in. It's honestly watching. giving me Dubai tees. They're all so pretty, and I'm just worried there's gonna be no like Oof. chaos. So uh, no, I I just don't think I. It's not that like it's gonna be bad. I just don't think that people are like interested and invested in these women yet. I think it's gonna get new housewife franchise numbers i don't think it's gonna get wrong numbers i don't think it's gonna hit mo i cannot believe that your delusional ass at 800 to like that is just so crazy Watch mo be right and then we're never gonna hear the end of it I know. Uh, if i'm right i don't know what i we're gonna we're gonna like barter some shit if i'm right y'all are gonna fucking like not call me out for my dumbass spelling all the time anyways with that being said let's get into the final act of scandal I am shocked at how drunk I got that night. And my personality did shift this summer. Like, there was a change in my mindset that I started not pleasing every single person around me, and I started only pleasing Screwing myself. people over. And him. Instead, instead and you I started pleasing been my man. Over. I have been super, super selfish. And Ariana... Selfish does not cover it, bitch diabolical, demented, disgusting, subhuman. Mm-hmm. Start getting a better vocabulary to describe your f-ing actions. Actually, selfish does not f-ing cover I it. I feel like my actions are human. It's not exactly at that. All. No, no. I, can no, I tell you? Not, no. That's not human behavior. Not at all. Have you watched? Have you watched not the guys, episodes? You're hey guys. lying to okay. Ariana's face. It's easy for you to say that. You have to be quiet. No, I don't have to be quiet. Yes, you do. Because what's sick about this, let's talk about this. No, no, no. Shut up. I'm talking. Shut up. I'm going to talk. 
You've talk. been talking. Shut up. And you I'm going to continue talking. to talk. Shut the up. No, you've been talking. And I'm going to continue to keep shut the up, I would love to hear what both of you have to say. All right, part three of the reunion, y'all. I watched the uncensored Ooh. version. I watched the live version. When I tell you, that was one of one of the best reunions I think in Bravo history by far. I oh, we were all invested. It was so good, and I am gonna try not to like jump all over the place because there are so many little points we have to hit. Like I, I think they started off with a bang, going right into like what happened in Lake Havasu. Um, I do not think we needed to talk about Lisa's stupid Vanderpump restaurants. I'm like, we don't have time for this. Let's she not get into this. To be there, like she barely, she was like Andy's assistant. Yeah, no, she literally. All was. she did was like, all she did was go, James, be quiet, James. Okay, she but was, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. The part where Lisa realized that yep. like Tom went and dressed as Raquel for Halloween while he was like banging her is truly like it. That She's is, like, like, why would you do that? That is so <laughs> fucking funny. When she was like, why would you do any of it? But why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like this is too much. Like not her, not 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 the affair in itself, but like well, you dressing up like her. Her like trying to get Ariana and all of them to forgive Tom. Like the way that toward the end, she's like, I think some of us need to be a little bit more forgiving and compassionate here. It's like you are. I mean, I think she just wants the show. She wants to know where the show's okay. going. I think when Andy was like, I think all we need is looks at everybody time. It's like, bitch, you're all <laughs> signing back on, so we just need some time but let's be real like i don't see sandoval or raquel coming back i, I think, think there was i don't want to i think they're all coming back there was a just I, an interview that was released with produce the two eps of the show and andy and they said as of now everybody's coming back contracts will be sent to all of them it's if they sign on or not and i think I, if anything oh i'm sorry i just think if anything the last five minutes got raquel another season for sure like made her at wow. least because what Lala said on Watch What Happens Lives, lives ugh, I don't want to jump all around, but I'm jumping all around. I think we got to jump all around. There's so much jump we got to jump around. Lala said on Watch What Happens Live, like, they're like, what did you think about the last five minutes? She said, I almost, I don't want to say it, but I almost feel bad for Raquel. So yep. I feel like we're going to get, it's making it easier for Raquel to come back. I think if it wasn't for that five minutes, Raquel would not be coming back. I don't think that they're going to, like, want to be associated with her when they film, but I think that they're not going to, like, hate her as much. I think the the narrative is shifting from you're a diabolical, narcissistic sociopath to, oh, you have a mental illness, and he took advantage of that, Mm -hmm. and, like... We no, manipulated you. It's kind of like when Kelly Benson was, like... I was just going to say that! Okay, yeah. And Sonia was like, guys, we got to stop. Like, there's seriously an issue here. It's giving that. No, I was literally just going to say, it's giving Sonia going like, you know what, guys? No, now, before, before, now she she's actually crazy and we're being... <laughs> like, <laughs> she's saying like, that right in front of her, too. And, and, you know, he gummy bears. <laughs> but, but, clip. Like, I see a lot of people, like, and we briefly discussed this, like, um before we got on the mic today for this episode, but we see a lot of people on Twitter and on the socials, you know, starting to either take Raquel's side as like, I can't be like, I'm just trying to be like, you know, funny about it or like actually start to take Raquel's side and like feel bad for her because they were like, Oh, it felt like a bullying segment. It felt like they were just like jumping on her. I want to like take a moment to like, for like everyone to realize like when they recorded this, Yep. Like, like when they recorded the reunion, like the reunion was not filmed like two weeks ago and like they had a bunch of time. Like the reunion was filmed in the height of like them. It was right out. after. It like, was literally right after. And I think like 
I definitely, towards the end of it, I think the big moment that made me be like, oh, she's really unwell. Like, and I think she's being gaslit is when she brought up the thruple thing. When she was like, I want love so bad that like, why can't we both be together? Like, I love Ariana and Ariana loves Tom. And I brought up that I want to be in a thruple. I was like, now oh mama she's not okay i don't she think she doesn't needs know to be on tv is because she like even earlier in the season when she was explaining her what how it happened with tom one of the things that i remember her saying was like well i already loved him as a friend so i wanted to see what it would be like to be with someone that you already love as a friend and i was like well i love a lot of my friends but that doesn't mean <laughs> i want to be like intimate with them and so for her to like equate the love you have for someone as a friend with like oh that means they could be a good life partner it's like you girl mama i don't think you know what like romantic love is i think no, yeah. love is love is not attention it's not i also want to touch on people saying that like the other side was basically bullying her the whole time and she didn't have a rebuttal this is the first time ariana's talked to her like we got an ariana sit down with tom already and t- ariana Elise. that's when she's like it's not about fucking raquel you know yeah. we've had all these sit downs in that last episode and there's never the sit down with the Raquel and the Ariana of it all. And I think that was her first time. Like, she's allowed to be mean. She's allowed to show her rage. Like, Raquel may be dumb, but Raquel also is the only reason that this even happened in the first place. No, I agree. And also, like, did y'all not watch the early season of Vanderpump Rules when Stassi was like, I hope you fucking dip acid in a dildo and fuck yourself with it and die? Like, and now, oh, but the, the cheese grater comments too much. She told her to fuck herself with the cheese grater. That's, she's going too far. I think what I said a few weeks ago on one of our group chats was, it's a little bit of overkill with the, all the ads that Ariana's getting with the Glamour magazine. I'm here for it. I think that she, it's the height of right now bravo everybody's talking about this show people are starting it from the beginning so she's not just getting a magazine cover because she got cheated on she's getting the magazine cover because people are all tuning in and the nation is in because i believe vanderpump rules and bravo very gay but also a lot of straights watch vanderpump rules maddie you're gay like your your ally uh <laughs> you don't count but i think that the the locals and the norms also watch vanderpump rules or at least watch my mom's past. watching it my mom's on season three Oh, my mom! Wow. at breakfast this morning, and like my mom never talks about Bravo to me ever. My mom hates she's Bravo. Like, what's going on? She's like, "What is going on with it?" She's like, "That guy is scum!" Oh my god! Oh, like, just real quick aside on my mom, you guys. Like, I she hates reality <laughs> TV. She's like, they're also me. Like, whenever I watch Housewives when I'm visiting home, like she's like, turn it off. Like, I can't. She's like, I have a headache from all them yelling at each other. Like, she hated when I was watching Roni. She was like, they give me a headache. And I'm like, this well, gives me fair. a hard on. Like, I'm loving it. <laughs> and so oh, earmuffs she's like, made like friends with like some younger ladies in her neighborhood who like she really likes and they do bravo wednesdays and she wants to be a part of it and they were like well you can only come if you agree to watch vanderpump so she's been like i get on my peacock every day and like it's it's like showing me where she's at in the seasons and i'm like how are you liking it? i love that like, i'm like how are you liking it and she's like well i they're all so awful i i still i don't like a single one of them and i'm like well you gotta lean in a little bit like and just enjoy it. And she's like, I can't. They're all so mean. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the point. Reed, you have to um, preface her with that you're supposed to hate them all. Maddie, you'll love this. Yeah. My mom has been watching Jersey. So my mom loves Jersey. She watches every season of Jersey. She's seated. She is there. She's in. Because uh, my sister's a big Housewives fan, too. So whenever she comes visit with the baby, my mom will watch Jersey. But I've been wa- I've been not home. So anytime I'm home, I'll go in my room and I have Peacock on the TV in my room. And Jersey will be up. And she's like watching this current season. And I'm like, Mom, how are you liking it? And she's like, the wedding Teresa like she's like she's just shook at all times but she knows oh. she knows the characters she's been on it. it's the only like, thing she watches it's like crossing generations like this impact my mom said that on season three she was like 
Sheena and Shay are the only normal ones, and that's saying something. Oh, and I can't my remember, God. She has no idea. I don't remember <laughs> Shay. Is that Sheena's first guy? Yeah, yeah that's Sheena's drug problem. He has an alcohol and, like, pill problem <laughs> well she was like that's what she was saying she's like they're the only normal ones and that's saying a lot so i was like oh wow um no they're unhinged what's funny about my mom though is my mom is a big like spanish tv reality tv person so she watches like the celebrity big brother version in spanish or like she watches the challenge in spanish it's just all different shows that are like not called what the american version is called so i'm like mom you actually do love reality tv and she's like no i don't they're all like crazy i just like jersey and i'm like go look at what you're watching you're watching the yeah. same shows that i watch just in watch espanol oh, oh no yeah she's- She's dipped into Miami when I'm there, and my mom's favorite thing is talking about appearances. So whenever the housewife's on, she's like, "Now, ¿cuánto año tiene ella? How old is she? Uh, and what work <laughs> has she had done? What What does she do?" And she'll like look up the ages of everybody and be like, "Hmm, that's like, my mom. She's like superficial as hell." My mom grew up like bullied, and like she was like a bigger girl when she was little, and I think she's internally fat phobic because she like is so mean to housewives she's like oh she's disgusting oh she's fat i'm like mom like don't say those things but like my mom is just so internally like spiteful and she's just like mean to these ladies she's like oh she got way too much work done she looks doesn't even look like a human i'm like mom if you could afford it you would have you'd be getting that same amount of filler i know it oh my mom's gotten botox my mom's on ozempic right now y'all so she's told she's told she's yeah, yeah, so, is too we literally are like oh my come god come on mama's on ozempic my mom's we'll down like that, 15 we'll miles. get to that discussion on the jersey reunion because jackie goldsider had some great things to oh say. no for sure back to uh, back to VPR. it is pretty crazy it is pretty crazy though that like you know i mean like even my mom bringing it up and read your mom jumping into it like that it's cr- like it's that big like it is everywhere like i meant i meant to post this clip on instagram because i just thought it was so funny i think it is so funny that they have a view rules segment on the yes about vanderpump rules like every week and then like when they had lala on they even have like if you if you're going on too long it's like the oscars they play music so like lala was talking and like in the middle of her sentence there's like and so like take her off it was so funny but it's like literally like taking over the fucking like i mean the jennifer lopez moment is one of my favorite things to come out of this you watch vanderpump rules watch vanderpump rules i've seen it i have a I have something to say about Ariana. So I'm fully team Ariana. Like I'm not hating on Ariana. I know this is my, my Megan McCain's coming out on the nurse. She's out again. I, so to your point earlier, Mo, you were like, she's not getting these magazine covers and all this stuff because of the breakup. And I'm like, okay. So when Ariana joined Vanderpump, she was like the cool bartender and it, it drove like Stassi. What? Like they didn't like her. And she was just the cool girl. And I loved her. Like, she was my favorite in those early seasons. Then she got really boring to me and honestly, like, overly negative. Like, I didn't yeah, like Yeah, maybe how it was she... depression. Yeah, but I just didn't yeah, like it was mental health. Like, like, I just didn't like her anymore. Like, I, think she was I didn't going think she was good TV. Her. I thought she was one of the most boring members on the cast. I truly did not like her. I I thought something about her was the dumbest name for a restaurant. I think a sandwich shop is a stupid business idea. I don't think it would be successful without people just wanting to support her because of Scandaval. I don't think it would be. And Ariana I know it was never the main girl though. Like I think she, this is wild that she's now become kind of like the star because she was always side character. Like even when Stassi was around, when Stassi and them left, it kind of became more of the Katie and Lala vibe. Raquel took over this season. Even you had Raquel 
and Lala versus, or Raquel and Katie versus Lala. So she was never that main girl. So I think it's going to be interesting jumping into next season to see her be main character. Well, this kind of activated her. Like she was kind of boring. And this, I'm not saying that this is like good that it happened to her, but like this has activated her in a way. Like I haven't seen her like this before and now i am like super invested in her and i do want to see her i want to see can, more you know can i bring something up reed to counter your point maybe yeah. and maybe give you a little bit of insight on why maybe she was always the side character think sure. about who he's been with the past 10 years yeah okay he's like a fucking peacock that like needs to be Yo, seen at all times and it's like and and it's clear in that their relationship that if she would ever take any like like, if she would take any kind of spotlight, he would literally freak out and it would probably cause well, lots of issues in their relationship. And so she would probably, like, dial it back. And now she doesn't give a fuck anymore. I think he's going absolutely crazy right now that she is getting all these deals that, like, that oh, yeah. that T-shirt of her is, like, fuck me in a T-shirt. Like, they capitalized on that reunion moment real quick and it's already made a, mu- a bunch of money. Something about her is going to be super fucking successful oh, yeah. because... They made two hundred thousand dollars on merch. Yeah, I just want to say about the whole she dated a peacock. Like he didn't really let her have her spotlight. Like let's go back to the cocktail book that was supposed to be just hers. Like she wasn't even allowed to write a cocktail book herself. Like he had to be involved and he had to be in it. And even Danny Pellegrino will say like when they wrote the cocktail book together, like Ariana was very any time she would say something and Tom would combat her, she would just go to what Tom said. Like he said she was always like apologizing for him. She was always just letting him take the reins. And I think that was her one being like walked all over but also trying to be the best girlfriend she could be is dialing it back and doing that and so yeah to your point zach she's finally not having to do that and i'm i think some of her reads in this reunion we got to get into these i have the dementor comment was so i think that was my favorite send me to the like she said you're a dementor i know you like harry potter the fact that you're capable of this Unbelievable! You're a dementor. I know you like Harry Potter. You like Harry Potter. <laughs> Are you gonna go give her little kisses? You know, she, he loves those little rat kisses. That was, uh, that, was, that was my favorite one. Reed. That one, one is so funny. When she said, "I wish nothing but the worst thing that can fucking happen to a person to happen to fucking you," I was. She was reading her that entire reunion. Or when I hope Charlotte haunts you. I hope Charlotte haunts you. <laughs> that was so funny. Like, oh, even it was a funny read that James had that was just kind of under his breath a little bit. They were talking about pageants and, and Raquel, and he goes, she's not going to win that pageant either, Lisa. Like, yes, <laughs> that was one of my favorites. People Let's get into really it, James. Like they were getting really mad at him. And I just was like, guys, chill out. It's funny. People it's were getting funny. so mad at James and Lala. Well, and I'm like, I, I did. Think, like, on, I was going to say, I think they. I would love a friend like James and Lala. They're not your best. Like, they're not Ariana's bestie. But in a time of need, they're going to make sure, like, they stand up for her in every sense of the word. And, yeah, it might be annoying to, like, us viewers that, like, every five seconds, James is just like, shut up, shut up. But I'm like, as if I was Ariana, I'd be like, yes, thank you. Like, take the reins. Like She was loving it. You could see from the look on her face, like, she was gleaming. I want to get into the Lala of it all because I think that Lala kind of was one of the breakout stars of the reunion. Like... She never kept her mouth shut. She had things to say. I think the big talk is Lala's a hypocrite because of the affair that she likely had with the mistress. And I think she like 
killed all of those things when she was like she's one of my best friends now like and the wife does post her online too like they become really close like the wife understands that lala was bamboozled during that time so like if you're telling me that you're divorced you're facetiming your kids in front of me it, obviously the wife doesn't want to see me i'm the new girl like i'm not thinking oh she doesn't want to see me because y'all are still married i'm thinking she doesn't want to see me because like I'm the new hot young one. Like she's obviously has feels a way about it. It's so apples and oranges. Like I hated when Raquel was like, Lala, you can't talk because you were a mistress too. And I'm like, except Lala didn't know the extent of Randall's relationship because Randall was keeping it a secret. Where Raquel, you were right in the middle of Sandoval and Ariana's relationship. It's not like you went after Sandoval and then found out that he had a girlfriend. You were best friends with him the whole time. Like encouraging Ariana to maybe break up. Like that yeah, is so it's diabolical. Not the same. Still, like, like thinking about that and watching that is still one of like the sickest things I've ever seen on reality television. It was like, it, it was insane to watch that. I was, I could not believe what I was like hearing. Andy called her diabolical. Andy yeah, what Cohen did Lisa called her say? She's like, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen on film. <laughs> That's literally what she said. <laughs> it was, it was bad. Like, I don't, I mean. I love Lala shutting down Sandoval the entire time. I watching it on sentence and her just being like, shut the fuck up. Shut the oh fuck up. Oh my God. You, yeah, you fucking nerd. When she's she like, I, like, she's when, like when, I can't even imagine being with you. Put a bullet in my brain. <laughs> when, uh, when he's like, you're not even, you weren't even that close with Ari- uh, Ariana. Like, what are you talking about? You didn't even ride hard for her. You're a bandwagoner. And Lala's like, I did write, I do write hard for Ariana so much that I ate her cookie and I'll do it again. again. And I was like losing my shit at that. I love also like when he was like, look at like, look at your life. And she's like, hindsight's 2020 motherfucker. I get it. Like, I know my life is shit. And I think she's also coming from a place of like, I was with a narcissist and he ruined my life and he bamboozled me and I didn't see anything. Like I was, I can't see I'm blind. SZA. So I'm trying to give my opinion from that like aspect. And she, I love Lala this entire reunion. I thought that she spoke eloquently when she was cussing him out. Like everything made a point. She wasn't just cussing him out to cuss him out. Like, it was a line and it was in the extended version that I noticed. And she kind of goes at Raquel about having a degree. And she's like, well, if you went to school, Raquel went to school. Like, it shouldn't matter because how'd she <laughs> get a degree? Something along the, those lines. Yeah. Also, the mental health line when she was like, oh, baby, you need to like, you need to take accountability for your mental health. And she's like, I am taking accountability. I am mental getting health. mentally evaluated. <laughs> uh, <it> was that. <laughs> the tweets have been sending me like last week when I tweeted me uh deal what what did she say she's like it's like i've ruined my entire credibility or whatever she said and i like <laughs> tweeted i was like me when i've ruined all my credibility and then, like this week <laughs> someone tweeted they were like me when i am getting mentally evaluated and it was just her being like i am getting mentally evaluated <laughs> like the like I'm okay obsessed. so i saw the wildest tweet okay and i'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there some person was legitimately like so I've been seeing rumors that are, uh, that Raquel is autistic. And don't get me wrong. If she is, that would be amazing <laughs> representation for the show. However, and it was this whole thread. And me and my <laughs> friends were like, this cannot be serious. Like, it would be amazing representation for the show. <laughs> that is the most unserious thing I've ever heard. With that being said, baby girl's not all there. Like, there's something going on. I think. No, I that's what, what makes me feel bad, almost. I, 
what made me feel bad truly was her last little sit down where I was like, oh, I don't feel like Ariana went too hard because like Zach had said, it was the first time she'd seen her. She did do something fucked up. I had a friend who was watching and was like, but you guys don't understand. Like she's been in an abusive relationship with James. Like you have to give her props. Like, and I was like, that's why she fucked him. And I'm like, I have been as a former drug addict. I've been so fucked up that I don't even know what my goddamn name is. Do you think I'd ever fuck one of my best friend's friends? No. And I was looking at two of my best friends who were sitting there and I was like, literally, I've been so out of my goddamn mind. I would still never fuck your men. That is not an excuse for you not to know what's going on mentally to fuck someone. Also, no, whole, it's, like, sorry, go ahead, Maddie. I was just going to say, it's just hard because also, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but the reunion, basically, they were just lying the entire time to us about the timeline of it all. And then we come to find out that it was happening way longer than we thought. And it's it was it's just yeah. I feel like well, we're gonna, it's like it's like the whole sand like like they were getting so frustrated at, with Sandoval and Raquel and everything, and they're screaming at them, and everyone's now like, oh, it feels like a bullying thing. Raquel, maybe Sandoval deserved every like burn he fucking got. Like they like them screaming at him, and then him like all he needed to do was come to the reunion and say, I fucked up, I did something horrible. I'm not going like this is wrong. And that would have been, you know, whatever. Instead, he's like still trying to make excuses for his actions. And then it's also still saying horrible shit, like the t-shirt comment. Like the t-shirt comment was sick. I, I when he when he said that, I almost threw my goddamn TV. I was like, this is, you know, and then watching the interview at the end with him like coaching Raquel and manipulating her, it's just all sorts of twisted. It just shows who he really is. Like he's not changed he's not learned from this he's not grown like all those little moments like were him revealing who he truly is and the famous words of Maya Angelou when someone shows you who they are believe in the first time and what I wanted to say was this whole generation and like I you know we are so focused on being empathetic and understanding people and I think that's great like it's such a great quality that like our older generations don't seem to have but I think that the pendulum can swing too far in the other direction like if we're getting to the point where we're not allowing Ariana to like eviscerate Raquel on their first face-to-face since the whole thing happened, because, well, but guys, you have to understand Raquel's position and we have to, no, here's the deal. At the end of the day, we're all fucking responsible for our goddamn actions and behavior. I don't care what the underlying reason for why you do something. If whether you're mentally ill, whether you are, where it come from an abusive past, Like, I don't care what your, everyone has an excuse. We all have something that we can say, well, because of this trauma in my past, that's why I lie to people. Like, it doesn't excuse your action. And Ariana is still totally valid to eviscerate her. And this whole, you guys are bullying Raquel. It's kind of gross. Fuck off. She deserves Mm -hmm. to be bullied. Bullying is okay sometimes also <laughs> well, like then- i think that sometimes being getting physical is okay like sheena definitely deserved to hit her i'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> like y'all need to grow you know, up mo like mo is always going to defend the person who got physical he's going i'm gonna always, like, i'm gonna always okay. defend okay. violence okay. Was right. except oh no yeah you did no, i was monique. i, I was team monique sometimes um, you like, candace deserved that little sometimes you know thing. you did she definitely does a little better straight sometimes Sometimes you need to get a little poop, and then you need to know that what that you did the reason that you deserve to get the poop, and then you speaking, need to say, "Okay, I did it." Speaking of Sheena, um, the scenes of her in the trailer 
Where's some of the best TV I've ever watched? Oh, her ever. watching the reunion, eating her sun chips, drinking her White Claw, and then having in the extended cut, we got a little bit of her and Allie kind of talking about things. And they brought up James and him like hooking up with all these girls like back in the past, like cheating on Raquel. And Allie was like, wait, all these girls? And Sheena goes, oh, no, it was before your time. It's okay. Like, it was just cool seeing them like watch the reunion and like their own commentary on it. So um, funny. And it was just, it was peak television. Just her, like, sitting there, all of her reactions, seeing her Robert white claw. And the way that when her, like, eyes went, when her eyes went like this on her lips, and she's like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I literally was, like, losing it. Everyone hated hates Sheena to some degree. And I saw so much, like, praise for Sheena on the timeline. Like, people being like, this single-handedly made me a Sheena stan. And that, that is, like, a very hard thing to do. Um, yeah. Just, she was just eating it up in that trailer. When I think that's she, something we can all agree on. Everybody's become a Shishi fan. What, she cracked me up when um, they're talking about like apologies. And she's like, where's my apology? Like in the trailer. And I'm like, Sheena finds a way to make this about herself. Always make it about you. Every single time. Every single you time. You know that when she put that goddamn dress back on and she was like, so help me motherfucking God if y'all don't bring me back out. <laughs> she was ready. She put that. And they bring her back her out, and she like didn't get a single word, in, and then they wrapped up. It was like I felt they asked her if she wanted she to have another baby, and that was like she got it. such a shaft because of that restraining order. Like she really got cut but out. It of also helped. It helped her more because, like you said, we got those trailer moments from her, which are I think the most memeable things that are coming out of it. Like yeah. White Claw yeah. fucking commented on our post for God's sakes and tweeted at us. Like, yeah, you the know what? Ad is coming next. <laughs> I did hate. Um, so when Raquel gets off stage, she goes in like a back room and like talks to Tom Sandoval. And then they start laughing with each other about like, she's like, maybe James is right. Maybe Allie is the upgrade. <laughs> and I'm like, broke people should never laugh. <laughs> like, I want to say. Even in that moment, she's still seeking validation from Tom. Like even in that moment, she's still being like, come on, tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm the prettier one. Tell me I'm, the, you know, like it's like, it, it, there could be a whole fucking like class taught on Raquel's mental state, yeah. like and, and how she operated during this whole thing. Like it oh, is true. Her brain needs to be studied. Um, maybe it is right now. Maybe that's what she's doing. And maybe she had a lobotomy, and this is like the side effects. Like I don't know because we need to. Have talk y'all about watched the, the show Ratchet? Yeah, that's one that I also walked away. From. Raquel like, is giving started. one of those patients. Uh, I don't. The joke well, fell flat for me. Well, oh, it's, they drill it's, it's a lobotomy. <laughs> okay, well. It's about, Reed, I'm there with you. It's a lobotomy thing. It's like it's a about lobotomy. Mental, yeah, and she needs a lobotomy. I want to be that stupid and that mentally, like, aloof. I would love I need that. to talk about the last five minutes before I explode. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could talk about this for 45 minutes, but I won't. Um... I think it was less about the bombshell and finding out, like, obviously we found out that they lied the entire time. What is also crazy to me, so in part two, when Tom goes to the trailer to talk to Raquel, and he was like, it's just crazy that they're calling us liars. Like, we only lied about this one thing. And then it turns out they were lying the entire reunion about everything. And it's like, no, you guys are pathological liars. I think it's also more about how much Tom manipulated her. Like, I think she was really breaking in that chair. Like, she's like, I don't want to be a liar anymore. I've been lying this entire time. And that is what made me like, we finally got to see a little bit of emotion from her. Like, she actually cried. 
well like that yeah that whole last five minutes and then also maddie like what you were talking about with like the trailer and how he would not want to be like he wanted to talk to her alone and it's like this man is like that's why yeah he wanted to make sure it's kind of terrifying like actually like like i said we need to study like raquel but i think we also need to study tom like the the level of fucking like narcissism sociopath like uh, manipulator, like like psychotic. Like I was explaining to my mom the entire like Vanderpump, like, obviously, like the whole show. And I was like, Stasi dated Jax. And Jax, you know, like, and I was like explaining everything to her. And I was like, Jax was a monster, but Jax like always showed you exactly, you knew what you were going to get with Jax. Mm-hmm. You always knew it. Tom is so fucking gross and sneaky. And it's like terrifying to watch actually. And then watching her have like almost a panic attack in that confessional chair. Cause she's so about- afraid. She's like, he's the only person I really have now and I'm going against him. And she yeah, was like shaking yeah. about it. It was, yeah. it was, that was where it was like hard to watch where she's like, I didn't want to like sleeping with someone is bad, let alone when they're at a funeral. I'm like, why was I think Tom, that why she Tom at that funeral? That's like why was he why is your life partner not at your grandmother's of ten funeral? years of ten years? Why is he not at your grandmother's funeral? Her being I think like, like I don't cry if I was in St. Louis for Christmas and then they show the photo. And they're like, Well, you're basically smiling like you know you were there. I think she was crying because she saw the show flash before her eyes. Like she cried about pageants. She cried now she's crying because she's like, if I go back on Tom, this producer who also I don't know who that producer is, but he is up there with James, move out of the way. Also <laughs> also up there with the man that went to Denise Richards and said, Get the fuck back out. Girl. <laughs> That's this man, Jeremiah, that was his name, I believe. That was James, move out of the way. <laughs> James, move out of the way. I'm a getter. <laughs> Iconic. Um, I think that she was truly crying because she saw like the show flash before her eyes. She's like, I'm turning on the one person that'll film with me. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? And that's when she was breaking down. I, like Ariana at the end, I think when she was like, this is gross. You guys are gross. Like, when's it going to click to you? You're disgusting. This is disgusting. Like, you're still doing it. If you would have broken up and been like, we did it, but it's done. But you're actively trying to do a relationship. This is sick. Uh, I also love when she was like, one second, Maddie, when she was like, um, I don't wish him well and I will not be cheering him on from afar. (laughs) (laughs) He's so petty. I just, I cannot believe the, it's not so much of a bombshell, but knowing that they hooked up in Mexico and Raquel still made out with Schwartz and Tom was still pushing Schwartz on Raquel. Like the scene when he was like, Raquel, 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 here's Tom's room key. Like, had they already fucked? Like, that is so... Multiple uh, times. Yeah, but I'm like, and and that trip, like, did they fuck that night before? And then the next night, Tom Sandoval's trying to give the key to Schwartz? Or did that night that she end up, I don't, the timeline's a little too so fuzzy, gross. but. Either way. So I was time, is Schwartz actually taking a break from Sandoval right now? Like, did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah I, I think, I think that's true. So I'm, wa- I'm watching Stars on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid it's the dumbest show like don't waste your time i watched one ep- there's only one episode out and it's awful That's, but he's the, the better question is what aren't you watching maddie it's <laughs> so true um tom is on it and i believe it was after scandal broke because the announcer is like tom schwartz most recently known for scandal like when he enters into the mars house um and you can he's like kind of mentions it a little bit but i think he's trying to distance himself i don't think he knew i think he knew some things but i think he's 
more disappointed that Tom would do this to him as well because I feel like he was blindsided by a lot of it. When Tom was apologizing at the end to Ariana and like crying like an ugly fuck, I was just like thinking about like how I would apologize to her if I had done that to her. And it was, it would be so different from what he said. Like he basically was like, I know you hate me. I'm, I will always love you. Okay. The thing is, no one, when you've done that to someone, no one wants to hear that. They don't want to hear you say, I will always love you. Like, obviously you don't love me or you wouldn't have done that. I feel like he should, like, there, I don't know. I, I could go on forever and ever about this, but just from a communications well, perspective, I wish that there, he could have, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I feel like he could have said that in a different way that would have felt more authentic. Like, instead of, I will always love you and I will always be rooting on you from afar, he could have taken more ownership and been like, I'm always going to have to live with what I've done to you. I am always going to be haunted by this. Like that is my punishment. I deserve it. And like, I hope that you don't live the rest of your life haunted by what I've done to you. And it breaks my heart to know that you might. And then I'm sure she would have been like, I don't think, yeah, he's not really that sorry. He's not not authentic and he's not sorry. Like he couldn't do it because he's not authentic and he's not sorry. And those were crocodile tears on the, on, on the reunion. And He's worried about like what the public thinks of him. He's not well, worried about. You guys about what watch the, the in the inst- extended version. Lisa goes to talk to him before, yep. and it's like it's almost over. You need to show emotion. Like you need to say sorry. Like we're almost done. You haven't said sorry. She's You've like, been combating the whole. Yeah, these are your like Lisa's trying to make the next season go on, and it's the next scene was him like. <laughs> I did to you. I just love how Ariana like really only broke down once when Tom once or twice. Yeah, when Tom Schwartz was talking. And I don't think Tom Schwartz was trying to be malicious in his... I think he was almost trying to uplift Ariana in that comment that he made that he was like, of course, all this bad stuff's happening to you in your personal life, but like, look what's happening in your professional career. And he was like, how did that feel? And she breaks down and just like, it it was the only thing that kept me going. And that made me really feel for her because like, she said she had to have someone stay with her at all like every single night had to have someone like watching over her because she was not like mentally okay and so i think like her showing that emotion though made us all be like wow like she yeah she's yeah she's actively talked about her like mental health and stuff it's like this is she's getting all of these amazing things and like lala said soon you're going to be able to which she's probably at that point now you're going to be able to thank these two because you got away from a narcissist and you got away from this dumb bitch who like ruined your friendship and your life but now things are showing are going on the up um i do want to talk about katie because she didn't do much but when she was like no tom and raquel was like a father-daughter kissing i howled no because it's so true (laughs) there was no chemistry there katie though like really didn't say anything for such a big reunion a big moment like you're the most tied to ariana because this business you also are the most tied to tom sandoval because of tom schwartz you kind of just sat there and ate your food and it was like i was okay with it though she was yeah. more active. I think she knew her place, honestly. I yeah. think like she knew that she wasn't a big character in this. And honestly, the season was supposed to be centered around Katie. And then yeah. Starb left. God. So, like, Thank so, God Raquel decided to cheat <laughs> because <laughs> I think if Katie would have been as loud as maybe she wanted to be, she would be getting hate online like James and Lala too. I think yeah. her sitting back was probably the best for her. Yeah, it, yeah because people really don't like her. So it was it was probably the best. What about this? Not to like shift gears too much, but as we kind of near the 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 conclusion here, 
I saw news. Who's yesterday. concluding? Me and Maddie are ready for the next 30 minutes. We could definitely go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but segment. They announced uh they announced like a new Vanderpump spinoff, Vanderpump Villa. Yes. I don't Mark understand it. Huge hit out of his elf bar. Oh wait, no, <laughs> contributing it's an to air bar. Air, contributing to the air quality issues in New York. <laughs> no, I don't I don't get it. So I I don't get it. I know. Explain I was so confused. Explain it to me like I'm five. <laughs> okay, Maddie, this wow. is what I get from it, from what I'm understanding is that um Lisa Vanderpump has a French villa and uh there's and the show is I think it's just her home. home. It's not no, the restaurant. No, no, it's a restaurant. No, you guys, no, it's not. No, 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 it's no, about no, I, it's about her house and the staff inside of her house. So it's following all the staff that no, watches the pet. No, no, yes, it, no, no, Q, no. Q, Giselle saying, I'm getting it. I don't get it. <laughs> no, it so you getting it? I'm getting it. I don't get it. No, <laughs> I'll tell you. It said that they're listen, navigating. Listen, okay, listen. yeah. Zach, you go. Listen, this is, I saw a TikTok on it. Okay. I think I know what I'm oh, talking about. Okay. About. I believe everything you're saying now. I, I know. I'm, and I'm not being <laughs> okay. facetious. Mo's like, Mo's like, yeah, it's, it's Ken and the housekeepers over at Villa Rose. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. <laughs> so, uh, and Hanky Panky are guest starring in it. No. Okay. Anyways, uh, what it is, is apparently she has a French villa that people like, you know, she, there's a staff there and it's like all young like hot people it's like vanderpump rules but like meets below deck is what i'm getting is like i was gonna say it's giving below deck vibes yeah. like because the, the description said like the de- they have to meet the needs of these elite and demanding guests and, and they live there like the staff lives there ah. oh i really i really thought it was her and the maid and <laughs> the, the swans and i was like now do we need this um, like Weird that, that it's on Hulu. Interesting. Weird that it's on Hulu, though, right? Yeah, I yeah, thought because... what? That makes no sense. Hulu is owned by maybe it is owned by NBC Universal. I don't I think it is. I know it's owned by, owned by Disney. No, it's it's owned by ABC. So Disney's ABC, NBC Universal is Bravo, and that is so um, Viacom. Talk about communications, Mama. Uh, anything else before we wrap up Scandal? I think I've said I've said it all. I think that next season is going to be more like they, I think they've realized this is the jackpot. And that's probably why Andy's like, everyone's getting asked back because we can do more than one season's worth of this. You know, the producer said, now we need the the fallout fallout of it all. The producer said next season is going to be picking up the pieces of what we just watched. And they need to start filming soon. I don't, we can't. I think it's happening in three weeks. So it'll start around Pride. So they're also, so we think that Jax is definitely coming back, right? Yeah. The producer in that interview said, and not Britney. Yeah. Yeah. They said, are old cast members being contracted now? And he said, you can count on old faces popping up on the next season. Of Jax, on, Jax is on my favorite podcast today. So I'll listen and I'll report back. He, get any time. Uh, podcast. Wait, who's, where's Jax at? Jax ain't Bring never been on about Bravo. Lee. <laughs> well, I mean, my favorite podcast that I like, is, I'm not a part of. <laughs> <laughs> um, Work. Yeah, and then if they pick up at Pride Mo, because I'm pretty sure that's when Pump announced like they're quitting, they're like closing their doors permanently after the one last Pride. Mm -hmm. So that would actually be the perfect like opening episode of the next season is like one more Vanderpump Pride episode. Like, and I think they're on track to open something about her around that exact same time. So maybe there'd be like an opening episode with Pump, and then they ended like something about her. 
close. They, uh, they end with Tom Tom going down. No, uh, Schwartz and Sandy's like closing their doors, not <laughs> by going choice, up, going up in flames. Uh, I mean, I definitely want to see old faces reappear next season. I think that the balls in their court and Vanderpump Rules is the moment right now, and I am. I think we're all just like foaming at the mouth. Get a camera. I need Andy. I need a producer. I need a camera. Guys, let's get into the Real Housewives of Orange County. Period. Yeah. She'll go below the belt. And there's a lot of stuff that she said about me that isn't accurate. The last time I was around Tamara, the two of you were super, super close. She was my best friend for six years. Right. So then what happened? She got fired. And then and I and then you stayed in touch. Absolutely. I remember there were a couple of days where we didn't connect, but the attempt was made. Yeah. Tamara and I have a long history of really going deep with each other. Thank you for being the best friend any girl could ever ask for. I mean, I witnessed Tamara getting baptized. She helped me officially take my wedding ring off. Does it hurt? Just rip my knuckle off. I got it. I gave her an enema. Just stick it in your ass. I have traveled with her. I've never laughed more with a person in my life. And to all of a sudden have that cut off was devastating to me because I really was there for her as a friend. Guys, the wait is over. Tamara Judge, the judge is back in session. The bitch is back. The bitch is back. OC, I'll give my quick thoughts before we write into it. Um, slow burn, but it felt quintessential housewives. It felt authentic. There's history. Nothing was forced. It was a slower episode, but it was kind of just like the reintroduction of Tamara was not made into a big thing. It was just like, oh, we're seeing Tamara again after two and a half years. I thought they did it seamlessly. I think we're building the blocks for an incredible season. And it's giving old school housewives where it's not going to be, no one's going to jail. Nobody's. Uh, defrauding the elderly, a man who's a lawyer is not stealing from airplane victims. It's just old school petty shit. I haven't seen your ass in two and a half years and I hate you. I loved the intro of Tamara, the riding on the motorcycle, her coming up to the house. It was just like a resurgence. Like I I got chills. I'm like, wow, she's really back. (laughs) It was so such a good premiere to me and like the way like it wasn't like overwhelming and it wasn't underwhelming to me like it was very much like it was definitely like not as crazy as other premieres have been per se but like just reintroducing Tamara back into the fold and then having like the fallout with her and Shannon get talked about and that leading up and like just that kind of like small gossip between Tamara and Heather Shannon and he- yes. like those, those women know each other them going and playing as much as I have PTSD because of the pickleball of it all, but like them, like dressing up like little house, it was giving like, you know, Roni tees where they played tennis and it was like housewives, mm-hmm. you know, it felt like housewives. Again. And I love when uh, OC does this really well. Like they'll go on a walk, they walk for about five minutes and they stop and they just start gossiping. And I love it. And they write, went right into it in the beginning with Emily and Tamara and, or was Emily and Shannon, Emily and Shannon. Yeah, And Shannon really broke the fourth wall and she was like, oh, so why are you and Tamara not friends? She's like, well, she got fired. And I was like, yeah, that oh, moment she said fired. Like, I'm telling you, they're breaking it across the franchise. Atlanta's constantly referring to reunion instead of last time we were there. Okay, I want to ask a question about this and I've been wanting to ask and I think that Reed might want to also discuss this too. How do we feel about them breaking 
fourth wall like that so much. Like to the point where it's like Bravo Con, Bravo Con, Bravo Con, Bravo Con, reunion, reunion, reunion. Like I like it. Yeah. I think it adds I think it adds an extra layer. I was we gonna can't say it ignore it anymore. It's we're gotten to the place where it's twenty twenty three. This show's been on for fifteen years or sixteen years, and it's like we're in the age of everybody anybody who's coming in as a new housewife has watched housewives and knows what it is. Well, we can't ignore this shit anymore. What else would Shannon have said? Like, oh, we stopped talking because she was pursuing different career adventures than I was. Like, I like that she's that <laughs> tired. <laughs> she was no longer around this circle of friends that we have been, that we have made yeah, in Orange not, County. Don't manufacture like a connection or a not connection. Okay, a little different for me over here, y'all. Um, I was underwhelmed. I'm not an OC watcher. It's still on my list of things to watch. I maybe have some false, maybe I have some bias because of preconceived notions. A lot of people claim OC sucks and that it's not worth your time. And I have those thoughts in my brain already. The white gays I, that you hang around say that, not not Bravo ooh. lovers. <laughs> I don't, Get her. Get I don't her. think it's just white gays because I don't know a person of color who likes OC. Most of my person of color friends say it's the racist one. So it, it is racist. It That's why I would like. <laughs> so okay. So back to my thoughts. I I was really excited for this because like I want to like become an OC fan and like the promo pictures and everything just looks so good. And maybe I need to like shift my thinking because you know you guys are like, well it's quintessential housewives and it does feel like 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 back to roots or something, but it just felt so underwhelming like the whole like you're maddie what you liked about it them going on a walk like i was like how many walks are these bitches gonna take in this premiere episode like me and my friends were watching it and we were like they have not done anything they're just having side conversations the whole episode like it's just that's yeah, but yeah. that's what housewives used this. to be be- before you and your friends started watching this is what we this is the house we built okay, okay mama well, this okay. is how it started All right. with miss Lori peterson victoria gumbelson i'm looking at the vulture review and, and they rated it two stars out of five so i know i'm not alone in this feeling I well think... vulture can eat my ass okay Vulture's because i've been watching ass reviewer sites and vulture uh, can eat my ass okay i've been anyways, watching this show since i was 13 i loved tamra i loved it i love tamra coming in on the motorcycle i <laughs> it felt very selling sunset when she got off and that like selling sunset ass music started playing um careful what you wish for yeah careful what you wish for. <laughs> I, I, I have to say reed is that oc has had a slump era but oc used to be that girl mm-hmm. like used to be the girl and i think that's why people like gravitate towards it so much is because it was the first and it was the idea of real housewives like you're watching like desperate housewives and re- that's what that was based off yeah, of like it not Rona. Like, like it was based off of you know suburbia yeah yeah and that's what you know like even watching like jennifer like you know in her garage and like you know with her like moving shit in her house and like boxes and like talking about her living situation with her husband and an ex or whatever and you know and then seeing tamra talk like you know her mom coming in from the pool you know it's like very it's history like, neighborhood. it's history exactly and i think that's what like was missing from this franchise for a while is that they were trying to push all these random cast members that like weren't working like that had no ties no connections to the group and i think that yes the pasta is not al dente but shit's cooking (laughs) (laughs) yes 
and we're gonna get to the like you know we're gonna get to the main course soon and i think it's like a build-up right now the water yeah when they flash forward and they're all like screaming at each other and i was like okay so we're definitely gonna and like taylor armstrong's face like like i was just like <laughs> and, and i know that they don't normally introduce friend ofs like the first episode anyway but i was just really hoping for taylor armstrong to like appear in that first episode and vicky and i just it, i know I don't think Mama, we'll get vicky cast trip of that yeah, we're going to get... Well, I think Vicky did film, like, at least a few home scenes with Tamara, so we might get her mid-season, but, like, I was hoping, like, I know that it's had a slump era, so it's like, why wouldn't we bring Taylor in right away? Yeah, why give us, we... like, a bang, and, like, Heather Dubrow seems like she's iconic, but I and I want to love her, but I tried watching last season, too, and she just seems so, like, unwilling to, like, to to activate. I don't know, like... Um, My opinion... You need to watch... Season. season seven season seven season nine i think nine is when she goes off on uh shannon uh, kelly get out get out <laughs> or this is low base bullshit. season 11 when she's like this is low base bullshit and she's like in the like car like on the phone with terry and in that like, in that oh, cheetah dress and she's, that we girl is girl. unwell <laughs> when the girl eats the bow off her birthday cake <laughs> like She's been there. I think what Heather brings is what we want to see in a housewife as far as wealth. I think Orange County doesn't isn't always the richest franchise. Obviously, it's Orange County. It's not Beverly Hills. Like It's up there, but it's not exuding wealth, and that's what we get from Heather. So that's what I expect to see. I expect her to see them take an elevator in their home. Like yeah. I expect her to be designing her son's dorm room on like a little tablet and doing that aspect of it i'm not expecting the drama right away from her because i just want her for the wealth of it all but Um, heather's never shied away from drama and she's never like really i mean there was last season where she's like get out of my house stop filming and that was the whole she was trying to cover up but in her like earlier days she never tried to cover anything up she gave us her life authentically she did have a great life i mean the storyline that we got last season with that mama she got like 10 gay kids every kid in the household's gay and (laughs) everyone Every one of them LGBTQIA plus. I saw someone say that she made her. It was like made kids gay for storyline. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, Reed, you have to go back and watch because it was honestly so heartwarming last season. Her talking about where she was like, um, if there's anyone who's not accepted by their family, like I have a big house, come to my house. Like I cannot fathom you not accepting your kids because of who they are. Who they are. Yeah, she was so open and like I was obsessed with it. I thought that she handled it beautifully. I have to say. I have to just. I have to say that uh, we were assigning ourselves like OC characters uh, when we were watching it, and I feel like y'all assigned me Shannon and our situation too. And it was so funny because we're going around. Maddie's the only one that knows these friends of mine, but like G was obviously Tamra. We gave Mikey Heather Dubrow, and then we were like Faisal, you're a little older. You're Vicky, and they're like that. Le- they go that leaves, and everyone looks at me. It's like I'm Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> you are Shannon. You are because you're neurotic like and need nine lemons in a bowl for feng shui to be in the room for you to work. Like, you are so like, neurotic. I could yeah. also see Reed like someone coming up to him and being like, oh, did you eat all that food? This isn't my fucking plate. This isn't my fucking plate, you bitch. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> no, I hate between these lines. <laughs> there were even like the little things in the episode, like just like obviously with other franchises we don't see their kids and that much like i mean roni we never saw any really like children towards the end or whatever but like emily in her car with her kids and her daughter mocking her like you know fast food order like had me think that emily knew the fast food worker why were they having 
full it conversations seems- with the fast food worker. She's a regular yeah, at that establishment. She's like, I'll take, you know, I'll take a number three. The usual. How's usual. your summer? How's everything going? It's really funny because my friend Nicole texted me and she was like, y'all, you should have seen my fucking face. I was gagged, mouth agape when I found out that it was not the same Jen from last season. When they introduced this bitch's home scene, I was like, now what the fuck? She was like, it was giving the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when they swapped out Aunt Viv. And I was like, no, that's not the same woman. You got no, bamboozled. Why two Jens? The her new boyfriend's name is Ryan, I believe, right? And the and guy last DL season, as fuck. And the guy last season was Ryan. And like Ryan. I'm like, it's the same person. <laughs> it's that the same person, different font. That man was on screen for 0. 0.2 seconds and Mo is already saying that he's DL. Like I can't. <laughs> I, I mean, mama, if the gay's gay and the gay's gay. And now people want to say Atlanta got the DL men. OC got oh, the DL sure. men. OC wrote this, this one's a little sweet. Yeah. It's a little sweetness to it. When and we're already getting like cheating allegation rumors starting. Like Emily Emily kind of clocked in at that last event. She well, in her confessional, she said that um she was like, Oh, there's already cheating rumors going on. Like, was she cheating on her husband with him or vice versa? So I think that'll be a good little storyline to kind of go into with the new Jen. And I think Jen was also trying to be on Housewives for a while. Because there's all these te- scenes with her and Tamara, like from back in the day. Like, I think this bitch has been trying to get on the show. For, I mean, Emily I think it's going to be Emily, Emily, Emily has, has been clocked in. She has been since last season. I have to give my utmost respect to her. Like, she has understood the assignment. She listened to the masses and she said, I'm going to clock in. And for that, I fucking respect her for it. With that being said, I want to talk about the taglines really quick. I want to talk about Emily real quick for one second. Housewife, she was not. <laughs> Housewife she was not. Housewife she has become. Go, Zach. <laughs> T. And you know, with that being said, hand me a taco because I love her tagline. <laughs> I, I know people hate it. I think it is so fucking unserious and camp. And I think she is like, like, it, it, it's so funny. If you're going to you, wait. Why, does, why does production hate her? Last season, the new hip. <laughs> new hip. Can we play the taglines real quick? Yeah, let's let's roll them. In Orange County, I call the shots. And it's always tequila. I live my life in HD. Sharp, bright, and more focused than ever. If you want to waste my time, at least hand me a taco. The difference between my past and present? Well, that's just apples and oranges. My core may be strong, but my resilience is stronger. I might have been on pause, but now I'm ready to play. Yeah, they were bad. <laughs> oh, I like them. They're bad. No, I Tamara's, Tamara's could have been so much better. I mean, the on pause thing is funny because she was with Dorinda and the Berkshires and uh, Ultimate Girl Strip season two, but I just, it wasn't, they weren't great. So we got. Tamara's, I might have been on pause, but now I'm ready to play. I think it's, like, good, but I think if we didn't have Dorinda, you know, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, with Heather DeBros, we have I Live My Life in HD, sharp, bright, and more focused than Which I was Which I like that. I like that. It, it's a play on words. Uh, HD, yeah. Heather DeBro. <laughs> in Orange County, I call the shots, and it's always tequila. It's so Shannon. Shannon. It's so it's Shannon. A, yeah, it is. I think, you know, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, and my criteria for 
taglines, which is yes. like they have to be relatable to the housewife. They have to make sense for the housewife, but they also have to be like a good Instagram caption. And they have like universal, like it can't be like too hyper specific where it's like, you know, only only Shannon Bedore can say that. Like, I'm gonna be in Orange County one day and I'm gonna take a shot and I'm gonna post it on my Instagram story and I'm gonna say in Orange <laughs> County, I call the shots and it's always tequila. I can do that. You know, it's like <laughs> I think it's fun. You can buy a t-shirt. You can like make merch out of it, you know? I, so that's my, I think the women like did pretty good with. And you think Emily, like, Emily says, put it on an Instagram caption. Yes. Em, Emily is Instagram already a t-shirt for sure. There's got, a t-shirt on Amazon with Emily's, ta- Emily's tagline. I did oh like Gina's the, what's Gina's my, my life. Past the difference and between the yeah. difference between my past and present. Well, that's just apples and oranges. That's really good. Actually. I think, I think that's, that's so good. And, and she's as poor as ever. And I still like her tagline. She was bringing the funny this first episode in her confessional. She was so funny. And I'm like, thank God, at least she's bringing something because it's not the money. No, it's, it's definitely not. It's when she because... walked in in that workout set and blazer to the thing, I said, now, mama, why are you wearing that fucking limited two blazer that you've had since childhood with this cheap workout set? Bitch. It's hard. And... It's hard watching her because she's funny and she's relatable. But that's not what I want to see in my housewives. Like, I hate when someone tries to act relatable, like the Heather Gay or another housewife that, like, tries to be cool. But, like, that is just Gina. Like, she did go to Bed Bath & Beyond with a 20% off coupon, and that's how she went to college. Like, it's funny, but I'm like, that's not what I want in my housewife. So I wish... If she went to college today, she would still use the 20% off coupon. She's broke as hell. Um, But I just, like, don't really care for her on my TV that much. And I feel like we've tried at at this point, it's like putting like a little, like, you know, like a circle into a square or something. It's like just not fitting. It just doesn't work. It's, it's not working. I think that Emily stepped up. Gina has not. What's the new girl's tagline. What's Jen's tagline. Jen's tagline is my core may be strong, but my resilience is stronger. Yeah. Cause she does yoga. Okay. Honestly, (laughs) that's like the worst. My favorite scene from the episode was the yoga moment where Tamara's talking to Emily and to Gina about Shannon and Shannon just comes up behind and in the most Shannon way is like, oh, is this about me? And then Tamara just, Tamara starts unloading like Bronx died. This is happening. We're closing cup fitness. And Shannon truly was just like, oh my God. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to go now. <laughs> no, great. I thought that was so great funny. to see you, but I'm going to go. And then Emily going like, word to the wise, don't gossip in front of the food table. Shannon Bedore was <laughs> Like, I was like, my God, like, this is like too good. Like, those are like those moments. Like, and you know what I loved was, and I, they haven't ever done this. This was, and correct me if I'm wrong. I've never seen it done this way before for something so minuscule, kind of like they showed Tamara talking. They showed Shannon walking up screen. And then underneath they showed like the cameraman walking around too. And like, just showing like the filming environment of what was going on. Yeah. Fourth wall I, is being broken. I think they're trying to make us seem like this is truly the first time they've sat down and it's on camera. Um, I think that the only thing that's falling flat for me is that we know that they're best friends again. They're like, they're right back at it. And I everyone knew that that would happen. Like, they're too close to, they've experienced too much life together. But I'm still invested to see um, what how it got there. Same. Go ahead. I was going to say that I kind of like knowing that it like I like knowing how it ends like to your point Zach because then it's like we don't have to get like I feel like fans sometimes get a little too serious with like housewife feuds and like take sides and are really mean to the other one online and it's like we all can chill knowing that like Shannon and Tamara are in a good place currently let's all just like enjoy 
the like fighting that, that happened during the season, you know, like knowing that it ends in a good place instead of having to like, pick a side and be mean to the other. I that that does track with like housewives feuds when people have met on the show and stuff like that. But with Tamara, Vicky, and Shannon, like they truly are like sisters. Like those three are the they the Trace Amigos isn't just like a fun name. They My have been through Aunt Vicky. My kids call yeah. you Aunt Vicky. Aunt Vicky. You're, you're my soulmate, my sister, my everything. <laughs> you fucking bitch, how could you do this to me? Um, that, I mean, they've just, they've been through life, divorces, deaths. They've been through di- all of the things. And I knew I knew that they were just going to get right back. I'm excited for this season. I'm excited for Taylor Armstrong. Anything before we move on, ladies? No, I'm just, I'm ex- excited as well. I think it's nice having Tamara back. And I think with Tamara, Shannon and Heather, we have a core three that we can build the franchise around. And I think it'll be, it'll be a good season. I mean, they they just bring Vicky back full time. We have our core four. I just think that, that, that whole, though the show was the best when those four women were full-time cast members. And they have so much history that it's just like, there's, and I'm sure they have so many friends that they can bring on. Um, Let's get into the Royal Housewives of New Jersey reunion part. The, Think I'm think being she serious? was serious? It doesn't matter. She's married. She should not. She has children. She should not say something In like that. Uh, so wait. So you call people. See you next Tuesdays. You have children. You should not say um, those words. Because that was. I had a reason why I called okay, you. Okay. Well, she I had a reason too. I was tipsy, having a fun girls' night. Uh, way well, to put I would a say I want a drunk it. text my ex. I would never say that. I, like it's funny. I'm, I'm just saying. I gave my opinion. I gave my opinion. That's it. I was just shocked to hear well, that. Well, aren't we shocked at that opinion? Shocker, Melissa. How yeah. dare you? Guys, you're gonna be shocked when you hear this. I'm enjoying the Jersey reunion. I'm enjoying the Jersey what? reunion. It's good, no. bitch. Uh, team Melissa down to just down. Uh, Teresa's a fool, a bamboozler, a liar, a fraud. The, she's getting caught in these lies faster than she got caught in that mortgage scandal, bitch. I'm done with her. I'm so over it. It has been absolutely crazy watching Teresa just dig herself into a deeper hole. And it's funny because in the past, when Melissa and her would argue, Melissa was almost a little bit too intellectual where it'd go over Teresa's head and it just wouldn't work. And Melissa's meeting her right where Teresa is. If they're going to say the same word back and forth, they're going to say, say the same word back and forth. Like, no, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. No, yeah, you're she's stupid. not listening to Michelle Obama. She said when Teresa goes low, I'm going to go low too. But I'm going to go lower. You want to go low? I'm going to go to the basement. It's Let's giving this, this reunion is giving moments that were, you know, that happened in the season. Was it three? Was it four? What's the green dress reunion? Season four? Yeah. Uh... Like, like Thank Teresa. you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, like Teresa, like, you know, putting her hands together and be like, <laughs> God, I never have to see you again after today. Like, you know, like those kinds yes. of like, they're like really good to me. I do think that like, which is crazy that I'm saying this, um, is that Melissa is, um, she's duping them out. She is doing pretty well. Uh, yeah. But I will say. I think she knows it too. That's why she came up with that line with the, why, where are you going? Like she knows that she's winning this reunion and she's sitting right next to Andy and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm that girl. Like, Sorry. I think that Jennifer and Teresa are both just 
showing their asses and it's not good. And Dolores is playing the Katie role, which is smart, just staying there, giving her little lines. Even her, when she was like, oh, Melissa, you're doing so bad by it. Like, she was like joking with Melissa about reading the text from Jacqueline. Ooh, like, Melissa, Ooh, this is bad gonna, for you. Oh, she was yeah, You're going to be in trouble. Yeah, she was totally I thought joking. that was fully her being like, oh, this is too far. No, she was just like, oh, this is so stupid. I also love when in the first part, so I didn't get to talk about that, when, when her and uh, Danielle were like, I, I thought she was joking. I was gonna... I thought go back she was and like, go back and watch it. I think you know when Dolores is like. I think she would have got in more. She, I, I don't think. She, I don't think she was joking. The way she said it was like, "You're going." She's like when she said, "You're going down." I felt that in my soul. Like it felt <laughs> like a cut. <laughs> I thought she was serious. I thought she was dead serious because it's like that side of the room is Team Trey, right? Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, Team Trey to like. Jennifer's team Trey. <laughs> yes, Jennifer's definitely team Trey. Um, Danielle, I think, is just team. I want to be asked back, so I'm going to go wherever I need to go. I don't know if she's um, I don't I think she's coming back. I, do. I think she is. I do. I think that you they know, have. I come, I come from give a housewife a second chance. Same, but I just don't think they're going to ask her back. I think that Danielle Cabral is going to come back. I think Rachel Fuda is going to come back. I think that Danielle has too much of a potential storyline here to not come back and i think that they'll see it like with the whole setup of it all i think that danielle was just like kind of like not think you could see the wheels turning in her brain when they were like you just got set up and she's like uh uh, uh and then had no idea but then when she went into the dressing room and she talked to her husband she was like they set me up they set me up <laughs> and, and, and so I think she's I think going she's to gonna change. She's gonna change sides now. She knows that she has to join at least get back with Rachel. I think talking about Rachel for a second. I think Rachel has had hasn't said much, but when she does, it's with a purpose. I think she's had an all star reunion moment. She's poised. She gets it. I think she's teed up and she's ready for Housewives. The way she's interacting with Andy with the Jennifer thing, like Andy, does she ever stop? And Andy's like, she's gonna run out of gas soon. And I'm so over this. Like Andy's mean to Jennifer. Like Jennifer's annoying as fuck, y'all. Like she's sitting there, second chair, annoying. Her jokes are not landing. Like nothing is landing. She's sucking Teresa's ass. He's over Teresa at this point, and I think he's just not being mean. He wasn't like being super mean to her. He was just like, yeah, she's gonna run out of gas. Like she's literally talking about nonsense. Her line <laughs> seems. Her line seems so rehearsed when she's like, you have old lady energy. Andy, you that, got old big dick that, energy. I'm like, oh, my that God. That was the worst part up. of the reunion for me. That, that was, was horrible. I cringed so hard. I, I fire her. I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> was like At talking, that moment, she lost me. Ira Madison the third tweeted, is Jennifer Aiden dropping a rap album or something? Because why is she talking like this? Like She was talking like... Iggy Azalea circa 2014. Like, <laughs> I have to I have to go on like a quick little side rant here. I I need people to stop expecting the world from Andy Cohen. Like I think I I need you to mm-hmm. stop expecting him to have the exact same favorite that you do. And pick like he's he's not supposed to be the news. Like he is not CNN where he's supposed to be like unbiased or anything like that. He's like, it's, I, I, I don't care. Like, I, I, I don't get upset about that. I, I watch the reunions and he'll scream at somebody and I'm like, okay, he screamed at them, whatever. He'll move on about this person. Da, 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 da. But like people get so fucking pressed about Andy fucking Cohen. And I'm like, can we, can we move on? Yeah. Th- I was going to say the exact same thing. Cause people were freaking out about him yelling at Teresa um and he 
the next day after the reunion taped, he said on Radio Andy, like, how bad he felt for yelling at the women. Like, he apologized profusely. He apologized to them in person. Like, sent him a note to apologize. Like, he felt bad about it. But at the same time, yeah, he is not supposed to be, like, a bipartisan party and give, like... He still has his own opinions, and they've always shown through. They'd be stupid to say they didn't. Like, he was pushed by Teresa in season two. Like, he's gonna say, like, his own opinions. And he has it with every other franchise. So I don't know why the Jersey fans are getting so mad. Probably because he's not on Teresa's side. Can we talk about how scared he actually is? Like, when he was, like, bringing the men out, and he was like, just don't get physical. Like, don't get physical. Like, he's, like, literally scared because he's, like, in the middle. Like, (laughs) he's going to be hit. Like, he's been, like, the collateral damage before at reunions, and I think he's just, like, terrified. No, I mean, I understand. Like, I'm reading Andy's book right now, and I'm just like, guys, he created this very toxic show that we all love. Like, to Zach's point, why are we expecting him to be Anderson Cooper? Like, he's not. He is an ep on this show he they're fucking yelling at each other for 10 hours we only see three hours of that if that because of commercials so we see what two hours and like 45 minutes of it like he is gonna lose his shit like i just i can't my only other feedback on this was that i'm completely team melissa now Mm -hmm. i felt like she was so activated and just eating Teresa down the haha, funny laugh, whatever line was. Love that callback. Ending me, her reading Jacqueline's text like verbatim and and like calling out Teresa's shaved forehead and all that shit. I was like, this is like they are never seeing each other ever again. And then on top of all of that, the season itself, I just didn't think was very good. And this reunion was so good. And it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, like OC, same situation, like maybe like the first episode didn't make everyone happy but like it's the people that are being brought back and it's like it's just it's like people are tuning in for reasons beyond just is the episode or is the season good and i saw uh gibson john's tweet and he was like because like the reunion part two like the ratings were skyrocketed and he was like yeah there's no way they're not asking both melissa and Teresa back after this and i didn't comment but i wanted to comment i wanted to say I think that'd be a fundamental misunderstanding of why so many viewers are tuning in. It's not because we need to keep Melissa and Teresa around to keep going around this merry-go-round. It's because most of us truly do think this is it. Like this is the last time. And so we're sitting down because it's like closure. Like it's one last time to watch them really fight it out. And then we get to be done. And so like if Bravo thinks because the viewership was so high this week, oh, we got to bring them both back. That is a fundamental misunderstanding, in my opinion, of why I, we're watching. I agree. I think, yeah, and I think next week we'll put the nail in the coffin with the Louis and the men, and I think we'll kind of get a closing on the chapter Bo of it. Bo Deedle. Bo before, before we wrap the Jersey segment, I just want to mention the Ozempic conversation that happened. Yes. Because I thought, and I've been wanting to hear Jackie's opinion on this, because J- Jackie is like a recovering, like, recovering from eating disorders and she has people on her cast that are like chiming up the Ozempic. They only mentioned Dolores talking about on Watch What Happens Live, but Jen Fessler also mentioned it on Watch What Happens Live. Well, she said she's on Manjaro, but same type of thing. Um, With Scovy, Ozempic. Yeah. They're all the same. One of the same things. But I just thought it was kind of really smart what Jackie said. Like, losing weight is not a problem. Like, hello, America has an obesity problem. It's not the problem to lose weight it's going to be how it's affected after them 
Um, I know we kind of talked briefly that me and mom, me and Mo's moms are both on Ozempic and my mom's on Ozempic, but she's also doing Weight Watchers to like get those healthy eating habits. So when she does eventually go off it one day, she doesn't like blow up and gain all this weight back. It's more about learning how to feed your body properly, even though you have like this helper. Yeah. My mom also is like, has been pre-diabetic through all of her pregnancies and has had diabetes. So which runs like my grandma has had diabetes all in her older age. So that's one of the main reasons I gave it to her because she hit an unhealthy weight. She was big as hell. And I'm like, girl, you big, you need to stop. And <laughs> she took, <laughs> she is, she knows she is. She looks great now. And like the confidence that she's building and her healthy eating habits are changing. She's not snacking at night because honestly, when you start Ozempic, it blocks your sugar so when she would have sugar at night she would get so sick and nauseous that now she stopped all of that and i'm like mom this has been a battle with me and my mother for years where i'm like you do not need a snickers and a full calorie pepsi to go to bed that is unhinged behavior that sounds and now, so good that's kind of what i do phenomenal right now i'm like i'm like no Y'all, she would have it every night, though. And, like, now she's not, and she's just, like, in such a happier, better place, and she's eating, like, salads and brown rice, and, like, she's cooking with, like, less oils and seasonings, and she's just like, this makes me feel better because of the Ozempic. So now I've learned that things that are actually making me sick because I'm on this medication. So now she's going to, when she eventually gets off of it, going to continue these eating habits, which like Maddie, you were saying, it is a good thing for people who don't have the willpower to, or have pre-existing conditions who don't have the willpower to like actually change their eating habits and their lifestyle. I know. I was listening to Jackie talk about that and I was like simultaneously like, oh yeah, pulls out pen. Like, <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Get me my new body, bitch. Yeah, but I'm wondering if we're going to see the, the, like, housewives that are on it now. I don't want to name names. Beverly Hills women. Um, Erica Jane, for sure. When, I don't understand the Kyle conversation. They Kyle doesn't look that thin. They're going to go from yeah. Ozempic to blow Zimpic. That's what I'm wondering like, if we're going to see that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see. Let's do a quick little recap on Atlanta. I know it hasn't been the most exciting season, but let's get into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. assistant did text me uh just a quick update mm -hmm. kenya is running a fever mm -hmm. so they're keeping her to run tests okay. yeah i called her trying to send flowers but they said she was already checked out oh, oh really yeah and she's like are you sure yeah bitch i said get well soon not immediately he was discharged in 30.4 seconds that was faster than senior ran her race that she won lord jesus <laughs> listen uh, I was bamboozled. I did like this episode of Atlanta. I, it had very funny moments, uh, especially Marlo. I fully believe that Kenya just didn't want to, was not prepared to do that live show. So she was like, I'm sick. 100%. Um, 100%. Yeah. She just didn't want to do it. She wasn't prepared. She didn't know the dance moves. She was like, I'm going to pretend that I'm sick. Like, this isn't Dancing with the you Stars, Mama. Tell, you can always tell when Kenya is like, uh, amping it up like at the dramatics of like something and like what she's like I just don't know I have a I have a fever it's like she can't get the words out like she's like almost breathless just talking like, yeah. she's like oh, oh. I will say I will say I am grateful for her 
for doing that and calling the ambulance because it gave us a moment to hear Sheree say, ambulance again. <laughs> I feel like my thing with Kenya <laughs> is I don't, think, I don't think Kenya wants to be there anymore. So it's just like she doesn't want to be there because she doesn't have the big dogs of Portia, Nini, Phaedra. Like she doesn't, she just doesn't want to play ball anymore. And it's like you are bringing down the show by doing it. When I tell you guys the funniest moment of the entire fucking episode to me was when they were like talking to Sheree and they're like, you also kicked the door. And Sheree's like, I did not kick down that door. Like that, that was not me. And then just go to the, her and she's like, and then she just <laughs> run, starts running away. It's like the slow mo and she's like, or when she was like why why are you yelling summer <laughs> she's like can you summer more and then oh marlo God. when marlo did slam the door on manietta and she was like i didn't slam the door she's like it was just a heavy door and Shuri's like yeah it was a heavy door and it's like the video of her like slamming it <laughs> she's like I, I would never do that or when Sheree was like she needs to call her life coach back and get her fucking money back. <laughs> like, it is not working. I want to get into Kenya's unhinged text where she was texting. What did she say? You are miserable, bitch. You are so fucking miserable. And then she's like, I'm going to post this on Instagram. She's Kanye West. I'm going to post this. And they're like, Marlo, do not post that on Instagram. No, yeah, I loved the text message moment between Kenya and Marlo when Marlo said, you are a rude ass bitch. What did she? <laughs> she said, "You are a rude ass bitch. You are miserable. You are disgusting." Was that before or after she sent her flowers? It was before. <laughs> <laughs> when she said, "I sent her flowers to her hotel room," that bitch checked out faster than Sanya won that race. Thirty point five seconds. This, 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 this is what she said. She said, "You are a rude, selfish motherfucker. Seek help, rude bitch." <laughs> <laughs> not seek help. Or when she was like, "I said, get well soon, not immediately." <laughs> That that was the moment for I me. I said, "Get well soon, not immediately, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> there were funny moments, and like I think the fu- there are things there. I just think we're missing like big heavy hitters on this cast, and like I'm sorry, I like and sorry, Maddie. I knew I, you were gonna say it. I cannot see her in a room with Todd Tucker anymore. Like if I like watch them sit down and talk about like. Uh, a new project or anything i'm going to lose fucking mind i'm gonna go crazy well you got her with mama joyce this week which i do think we had good moments with mama joyce and her talking about mama joyce just hating todd um but next week it looks like she's finally gonna pop off so watch your fucking tone because next week i'm gonna hear so candy clocked in blah 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 red hair candy came out red hair candy came out but no i will say voice and the red hair i'm crying because i can't choke your ass (laughs) <laughs> like I will say I did love the Mama Joyce conversation because I love because I love Mama Joyce. I love the delusion of Mama Joyce and like just like that, how rude That's she why is. I don't that's why I don't be coming over here though. <laughs> no, but like I like I like the Mama Yeah, I like how Mama Joyce always talks like she's clenching her teeth. It's like and <laughs> like when she goes like, how would you feel if, like, someone was talking to you, like, talking about your man like that? She's like, well, if I had a man, I'm exactly, you don't have a man. <laughs> or so when much. she was talking about the strippers and she was like, ain't no stripper better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, at this point, I think, like, Baba Joyce, like, deserves the peach more than candy, in my opinion. I, I just think Baba Joyce is, like, ten times, like, 
brings more entertaining moments. Like Candy, I I can't, and we'll see. Maybe I'll mark my words next week and see how activated she gets. But even at this point, I don't even want to see her activated because I feel like she's doing that because she feels like she has to do it. And like that's one that's one thing that's annoying me. And I just think like I hate like the tackiness of like the spoof videos and that being. Oh my god, they're they're like, so I bad. That. I also hate like Drew. You need to like check into a long term hospital. You always, you're always sick. You always got a problem. Bones are breaking. Like, you don't need to be on this show. You can't come to a cast trip. You can't come nowhere. You weren't on the first episode. She needs to go. She needs to drop exit it, out of Drew. Drop it. <laughs> drop Drew. And Sanya, run as fast as you can away from Seth. <laughs> no, I mean, not right. away from set don't like, come back when no she really did run news. fast when she said go kenny said go home senya was not seen again in that episode no she <laughs> ran really and like this, this is truly like a real life example of diva down and we gotta we need a medic boots we need to triage this injured diva i mean the real housewives of atlanta marlo and sheree can't be holding it up i want to say one thing when sheree was like oh the Breakfast place was closed, so I had to order everybody Uber Eats. I'm really surprised the card did not decline. I was shocked. She ordered them I, all food. That's expensive. My, my Does notes, Uber Eats have like a deal with Bravo because we got Uber one. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 my notes. My notes for that said Uber Eats in the lobby of a hotel is crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are they sitting in the hotel crazy. lobby eating like Uber Eats? I was just like, this is wild. Like, y'all are housewives. Like, get no, out of it. They're li- go to a restaurant, please. Um, I think it- this cast trip was in Birmingham, Alabama. Like the, the oh, how the mighty have fallen. Like I, I don't. When they got like- kicked out of the only bar that they were allowed to go to. I do like when they were talking to Manietta after her and uh, Marlo made up, and she's like, you know, when we get around the rest of the group, are you going to be like, are we still going to be okay? And she said, don't be trying to fight my friends, and that might be a problem. And Marlo outside was like, you see, Manietta going to change. Gonna change when those, when those girls come around, she's gonna change. Well, that might be a problem. Anybody else finding Manietta's confessionals like extremely cringe? Yeah, but, I, I, mean, I just don't know forced. why she's like has such a presence. I rank, the- yeah, yeah. I yeah. like Courtney more than Manietta. Like, I think I Courtney love Courtney, is, I think Courtney's I, great. I think she's a good breath of fresh air. She's getting right up in there. Cousins, not cousins. I think that she is kind of like earning her place. And I would like to see more of her. I agree. I agree. Um, did y'all see Kim Zolciak's post about Yes. Atlanta? Yes. Get Andy the camera on Kim Zolciak. I need a, once post-production is done, a Kim and Corey have announced divorce. Go to Kim's house and get her the contract for next season. And I Segway know... It. Figure it out. Do what I mean. Do, if, we have Portia and Sheree on Watch It Happens Live too. Like the girls are coming back together. We need yeah. at least Portia and Kim back next season. But if we could get a few more of those ladies, like I think that's all we need. I think it'd be great. Portia and Kim, and then we replace Drew and Sonya. And I think Marlo can stay. Give Courtney Candy something. Can go. Let's get Candy it. can well, stay. Candy's no. not going anywhere. No. Candy should go, and we should get Phaedra back. Okay, but let's talk. Fa- let's, well, Phaedra's doing married to medicine. Like, yeah, Candy's not. We'll bring her back. No, Candy's I would like. Though, I want okay. Candy back if Kim is back because she makes her voice yep. shake like nobody else. What the fuck did you say to me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna stop talking to me like that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's a feud I like. I'm getting frustrated, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Maddie. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, it, it's fun to like, you know, 
like talk about candy sometimes or whatever but she just really like i need her to shift gears i need her to shift fucking gears but i think that the thing with candy is she there's not a fight because she doesn't care about these women and there's a fight with kim because there's history and there's we'll actually see something that matters there because the ring didn't mean a thing yeah okay guys i mean listen atlanta it's it's a show it's on bravo 9 p.m on sundays it's happening we'll be covering it uh Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a supersized episode. It's fun. It's the first time we've done four. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having me join you guys. It's been chaotic. Maddie, you're like, you're just part of the fam at this point. Like, there's no intro for Maddie anymore, guys. She's our literally fourth (laughs) co-host. Annie. Annie, Annie too. We live for Annie. We live for Maddie. Me and Annie had a conversation. Like, she's fully ready to come on, whatever. So, guys, there's going to be a little bit of moving parts. Our schedules are kind of crazy. So, if it's not me, Zach, and Reed, it'll be... What a co- combination of us with either Annie or Maddie. So look forward to that in the future. That's what's going to be and, happening. The roundtable is We're bringing the Patreon back to life. Ooh. Mark my words. I've got to get it's, Mo it's and linked Zach in on. the bio. I got to get them on to commit, but we're going to try and bring you guys one to two bonus episodes per month on Patreon on a whole host of things All Stars, Selling Sunset. Kardashians. Anything to talk about. All you had to say was selling sunset. I'm there for that Patreon of that. Hell yeah, girl. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for listening. The Patreon is linked into this episode. It's also linked in our bio. You know where to find us. About underscore Bravo. Twitter. TikTok. Instagram. We hit 10K. Yes. Holler. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.